Welcome to episode 67 of Life with the Dash Gaming. My name is Donnie Walner, and with me is Colton Charlie. Uh, Jared Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> and James Aquilina. I got a problem with parking tickets. Yes. Why don't you just get a parking pass? No, it wasn't even at school. Oh, okay. It was in my, my house. In my uh, don't you wish well, you had a nice stupid. big parking lot to... It's highway. You live there, man. It's robbery, man. $40 for parking on the opposite side of the street. I was on this side of the street where you can park. I was on the other side of the street. You know where you don't have that problem? You're a college-educated man. Northtown Wanda, New York. It was an honest mistake. This is an unforgiving world, Quasimodo. Are you trying to sing the bravery right now? No, I just... I don't know, man. I feel like... How old are you? Aren't there signs on the street that say when you can Why are there signs there? So to let you know that yeah. you won't, so you won't but get a ticket. But the reason for having a parking like that. All I'm saying is Joel Meister never had a problem with these signs when he lived in the that area. <laughs> wait, what is? What, wait, I'm sorry. What, what, <laughs> the only reason why they have these parking rules is for the winter yeah. because of the snow. But when there isn't any snow outside. So your, your problem is the, that because there's no snow. Yeah. Okay. That's that's well, a reasonable the, argument. Yeah, the rule itself, fine. You can enforce that. It's their city. It's their rules. They build the roads. You can charge whatever you want for it, however you want to do it. The fact that there isn't any snow that hasn't been really any snow in two yeah. months. And the reason is for snow plows. Is Buffalo. And they lifted the ban like a week yeah. ago because it was so nice. And then they put it back for some reason. Like, there still isn't any snow. I know with, with where we live, they just don't. They, they, they might remove it early, but that won't be for like another month or so. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I think the... Where I, I mean, I agree. It's annoying. And that's a time in. that I would forget because of when we lose the snow and we just have nice weather for Don't you have a driveway? Reasons. We only have one spot. In Trump's hard. America, it's more important than ever to stay informed on these issues, James. I, I hear uh-huh. you on that, but I think I think what it comes down to is because if you were like, because how how wacky weather can be, if you sat there and you left your car out, and then in the middle of the night, fucking snow miser just shit all over Western yeah. New York, and then they have to plow and yeah. your car's I get away. That. We live in Buffalo. Mm. One day it could, but like I wore shorts the other day, and then fucking it wasn't ne- even cold yesterday. Next, well, the next day could be like the blizzard of fucking. <laughs> yeah, so the fine is there to reinforce the person to make sure that they don't park in the wrong spot. It was just like, do you miss this? This back lot? <laughs> but again, it's just yeah. it's on one yeah. side of the road. I was like the only car, or the, one of two cars. It's just like there's no other. You could have plowed around. I don't know, whatever. No, they got you. You broke, got the, you broke I the law. I broke the law. I got a, I got a forty dollar. I got a forty dollar ticket too. First, next speeding, time you though. see this black <laughs> well, team just raids his house, they're for multiple. multiple yeah. How much did I get over the summer for speeding? Was it like a hundred and fifty dollars? Hundred something. It was like a hundred and like fifty. Wait, sixty. Well, how did I get forty dollars? Wait, yes, speeding uh, ticket too. I was going. Oh, I think I was. I was going forty three and a thirty. And they only give you a forty dollar fine. Forty dollar, dude. I was going like, wasn't I going like twenty miles over the limit? I was going forty three <laughs> to thirty. And I got a hundred dollar fine and six. Where were you? Our driving course. Oh, Grandpa Charlie over, over here is Colvin? yet to get a speed. Colvin, ticket, where were you? So. Uh, right by Walmart. That's why different. Um, he was in what Erie? You were in Niagara. Yeah. No, you were in Erie, and he was in Niagara. Yeah. Plus, yeah. I do have like the sticker that says I support like the police officers, <laughs> <laughs> the oh local police God. officers. So do you really? He yeah. yeah. Give me a sticker. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's it comes in handy. I can't wow. t- I can't tell you how many times I've gotten out of tickets for dropping like names because uh, don't my, lie because of the color of your skin. Well, my dad. <laughs> well, that too, <laughs> that too, admittedly. Um, but because uh, my dad's best friend Danny, his son is like, uh, he's like a police officer, so he gives us these stickers that I have on my windshield that says like, "I support mm. the Niagara County Police." Blah blah. blah. And, 
cops pandering see that. Cops see that and they're like, yeah. Look at you. I just drive the speed limit. It's like bribing without actually having to flash any money. <laughs> Pretty great. No, I've only got two speeding Plus, I'm white. Man. Yeah, I'm white. Whatever. Tell your driving record. I think I've only gotten one speeding ticket. No, I got two. But then I got the one for going through the red light when I was already like through the white line. When they you were still... drunk. I was drunk. <laughs> I did get it. No, did I tell you I got my truck? It tops out. And it goes up to the speedometer. goes yeah. up to like 140. It tops out at 99. I'm like, you sick fuck. I just want to hit the triple digits. That's upsetting. <laughs> it was on my way. I was. was Wait, my... what did that have to do with getting a purse? <laughs> what kind of person are you? I just want to get to triple digits. What are I want to get to it. triple digits. You know, they did that on purpose because they know whoever buys a truck like that is compensating for <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They gotta keep you down. Yeah, they gotta keep your ego in check. Um, no, I was just saying. Well, I was on my way or way back from Connecticut, so oh, like, okay. I just want to be home too. So I'm like, all right, we'll go. And we were going downhill, so it helped there too. I'm like, Wait, two minutes ago you said I don't get tickets because I always drive the speed limit. Oh yeah, I know. I know where the cops sit. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Even my car goes into triple digits. Oh really? My little yeah. beep beep. Oh, we <laughs> gotta, really? It does. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be an egg. Yeah, I know. I, I, I cranked it up to a hundred once on the <laughs> going down the well, whatever. You know that, what? That he actually that went through time. Road there's nobody. Yeah, yeah. The LaSalle. You know that's good. Thing. You don't need to go to the triple digits though. There's only two digits you want to get. The fuck out of here. Six. Eighty-eight miles an hour. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Both good answers. Um, we have to go back. Well, no, maybe. I don't know. I only did the one time. It, it could have been a warning because that's how newer vehicles are. They're like, oh, don't go over this or, like, don't. So I'm, uh, maybe I'll test it out one more it's time. It's dangerous in my car, though. One wrong move and I'm fucking flipping yeah, down yeah, the road. a little pedal. I know. Pew, pew, pew. He blasts up into space. You just see Donnie's car just like. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. I drive, I a, dying would I be drive funny. a Chevy Spark for those <laughs> of you who don't know. It's just Tiny, like picturing like Flubber or something where Donnie's just yeah. <laughs> He's just, what's his face? He's actually just turns into Robin Williams from the Flubber movie when the car is flying. It's like, whoa! <laughs> All right, let's get into the topic. So this week we are going to talk about our... Flubber. <laughs> Donnie has Flubber. Yeah. Uh, what we think is the great... Who the we greatest, think. Uh, who we think are the greatest video game villains of all time. Uh, some of us have our top ten, some of us have less. Uh, we're just going to kind of round robin it and say who we like and also, interrupt each other when we have overlapping people. I don't know. It's also based on their, how evil they are, right? Uh, pretty much. Do like, we want to well, say, like, do we want to have it be, like, just how evil they are? Because, like, I feel like that doesn't make a good villain. Well, I'm saying no, like, what their motives are. For, yeah. uh, it's kind of so like blind. how we did last uh, last week with, like, what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. People that rule empires are capable of more, but people that are just ordinary people are, they're, if their intentions are just fucked. So what's the best villain? Yeah, what's like, the, yeah. Our answer, yeah. spoiler, last week, if you had the Claude Frollo. Yeah. Is... Was the best, best Disney villain of a Disney, villain. and that's why because of what he is and what his motivations are. Why he's you know mm-hmm. the actions that he has done. You okay, know. so sweet, kind of like that. Yeah, now I wouldn't say just like because we don't want just evil because that's we, we don't want just to come down to Bowser. Yeah, or, um, we're not Ganondorf, doing Ganondorf Eggman. because like they are just like Eggman's not like. As evil as well. Actually, Gandorf. He, he no. fucking puts little animals in I a know robot. What he does. 
No, no, what I'm saying. I don't even fucking know why. But no, (laughs) I'm saying, but Gandorf is literally just like he is known as the spirit of evil. Yeah. Like, that's what he is. The Calamity Ganon. Yeah. (laughs) When you have a name like that, you're just automatically. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I want to know what the fuck does he look like? Uh, so, Daddy, so yeah. start us off sure. with your first one, or which okay. one you start with? I'll start with a, I'll start with a lob, just a, a little, sort of. a little guy. Um, this is a recent one though, and uh, it's uh, so it's it's the Bakers from. Oh, spoiler, spoiler warning, by the way. Oh yeah, spoiler warning because episode. Yeah. Wait, are uh, you the Bakers from Resident Evil Seven? So are you guys because I was gone. We had like a statue of limitation talk before this. Are you guys okay with the Resident Evil Seven talk because it is a fairly new game? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go too heavy into the story. Just kind okay. of the characterization of the, the of, Bakers. Of, of the Bakers. I'm not well, yeah, go I guess yeah. We all story. know. Yeah, if you don't go, because like plot twist. Yeah. Right, you're not doing the plot. No, twist. I'm not going to. You're just doing I'm not going to spoil it like okay. super crazy. Okay. Okay. But I just think like. Oh yeah, that's not a spoiler. Aesthetically and like personality wise, I think they're very good villains, and I feel um, like yeah, uh, I feel like you can kind of count them as one. It's kind of it's kind of weird. If I had to pick one, I would probably pick the dad because yeah, think he he's, is just he's the most intimidating and the most creepy. Yeah, the um, way he talks. Yeah, like he's like having a good time. Like he's got that southern drawl, and he's like. Yeah, like he, he's like what? He's intimidating <laughs> and like, but giddy at the same time. Yeah, he's weird. Where are you? Like yeah. that's what he says, and he's like singing. I'm like, like get over fuck? here, boy. We gonna have some fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and like he toys with you like really well. I feel yeah. like, uh, like the part that you didn't see, but because you got away from him in that first part. But the part with yeah. me, like, um, it's not a spoiler or anything. It's just like a, a little part that happens this didn't in the happen game. To me, but but it, uh, yeah, it's like an optional thing where if you don't get away from him in this one part, um. It's kind of it's also kind of a clever introduction to like a game mechanic because um, he catches you and he chops your leg off with a shovel and then he takes it like he like drops it on the ground and he like walks a few feet away from you and puts like a, a healing potion thing on the ground and he's like come get it boy and he like makes you crawl and like grab your leg and he gives you like the healing potion and like you hold your leg up to your where it's severed from and put it on there. And you're like, what the fuck? So he like toys with you like that, where like he doesn't act he, like he in that moment he just wanted to chop your leg off and just like toy with, with you, you yeah. like fuck with you. It's, and the whole family is all is just fucked up because like they're they're like their own <laughs> genres. Like he's yeah. just like the wacky like hills have eyes kind of person. The mother is just like the grotesque monster and then the son is like the saw the mind fucker so there's some saying yeah yeah and they're they're all there and they are if it and if you do delve into the story there is like a deeper like uh i think i think what really makes a good villain is the depth of the character and what makes them more than just evil i guess and they do have like a a solid like Uh back a, a good backstory behind them that you find out throughout the game and they're just scary as fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're it's it's they got like that Michael Myers shit where like they're just Dude. they're just walking, and, but they're faster yeah, and, than you somehow. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? And they just, you know, they're walking behind you one moment, and then the next moment they're in front of you, bursting through a wall with a shovel. Like, come here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's why they're on my list. They're uh, they're good ones that stuck out to me recently, Colton. Oh, yeah, mine one. I think we've all played this game, though. 
is uh, Marlo. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, from uh, Uncharted 3. Um, of that series, she's probably, I think, second top. Second villain in my mind, just because, I mean, yeah, she's not the physical threat or anything, but she's the, just, it's, I guess it's the fact that she is a woman and you're not going to fight a woman that makes it even worse, but. Uh, I'll fight a woman. <laughs> you fight a woman in the next game? Yeah. Yeah, true. It's because she's an old lady. But she's like an old lady. <laughs> she's frail. Yeah. If you yeah. punch her, she'll break. Yeah, her. turn into dust. Um, <laughs> no, but she's definitely, like, she's always a couple steps ahead of you, it seems like, you know, wherever, you know, you might get something, she's already there and. She's somehow gets it taken away from you, or something like that. She's the Moriarty to your Sherlock. I guess we'll we'll combine her with Talbot too, because that guy's a motherfucker, the robot from hell. Um, <laughs> but no, um, oh, I got stabbed. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> fuck that guy. But yeah, between those two, he I guess you call he's the muscle and she's the brains. But um, a very good story, especially because it goes into the past too with. You know, the, you know, it's the first time, I think, yeah, in the game series. They have a lot like, of history yeah, together. You see the history, especially between Sully, Drake, and her. Um, but I guess it, it really tests Drake in a different way than the first two games did, where those were just, you know, physical, you know, your normal action, you know, things, where this was more of a mental uh, fight for him than it was, uh, you know, get over this cliff and go take out the bad guys this was more like how how do i get past her she's always you know there um she's playing mind games with them on purpose and she knows so anything you guys have to add i mean we've all played it no i think the i really like the like hallucinations part of that game i think those are uh those are kind of what set that game apart for me and i think like delving into like the history and the psyche of nathan drake like i feel like that was kind of that was a n- unique way that those villains stood out in that game to me mm-hmm. so yeah I she's like. a great villain because she plays off of the main protagonist yeah in a great way uh she again like i said fills in the past shows a different side of nate that we didn't see before and uh definitely fucks them psychologically on a different level yeah she probably i mean for this series too she brought that first new New feel to the game because you're not used to seeing Nathan like this at all ever. I saw him like that. You get the hell out of in there. the jail cell talking to Eddie Raja. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh fuck, Eddie um, Raja! I forgot about him. But I'm yeah, eleven now. <laughs> I mean, I think she does a good job at just you know creating this kind of questioning of even the player is like, how's this guy? Like, is yeah. he actually gonna get out of this? And that was actually the first time where the other two games were really good. Uncharted 2 is still my favorite game. But with that game, you're like, all right, we're going to get out of this. It's going to be rocky, but we'll get out. This That third game was the first time I played that series. And was like, all right, we'll see how this goes. Like, I don't know what the hell's going to happen. I hope we get out. I but no, I knew I'd get out. Shut the hell up. <laughs> but, yeah. That's my mm. first snippet for this villain talk, so... You, Jared? Sorry, which one I want to go with first? We're going to start off slow. Gratilda <laughs> from Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> the witch. I put her on my list because most of the bad guys from those kind of like cartoony games, they just kind of have like a... Just a kind of like a normal evil motive. Just like, oh, take over the world, capture the princess, whatever. 10K rule. 
King K. Rool just wants to steal bananas, and I don't know what a crocodile will need with bananas, but that's what he wants. Um, Gruntilda... He's trying to go vegetarian. <laughs> he, has, he has good motives. It's true. Uh, He's a very deep character. Gruntilda, in the first game, kidnaps the little sister of Banjo, and of just Banjo, to, to put her in a machine to suck away her beauty and make herself beautiful. And that's just selfish. You don't do that to someone. That's wrong. Especially to do it with a little girl. And in the second game... She becomes a, she's like a skeleton because like her flesh rots away, and she uses it. Her sisters save her. Her two sisters, her two witch sisters, save her, and then they kill Bottles, Banjo's friend. They oh, I forgot they fucking kill Bottles. Yeah, That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, they kill Bottles. They s- r- rushed or cramp. What do they do? They like destroyed the Jinjo village on their way out. They shot their like life sucking machine, the Bob. I can't remember what the acronym was for drained the life force of the Jinjo king and made him a gray zombie guy and then at the end of the game because her, her entire goal is just to blast the entire island with this like death ray machine to suck the life out of it to give herself skin again but I don't know why she needs skin but she just she wanted skin back and then I mean I'd be pretty pissed if I didn't it's a little, skin. It's a little angry it <laughs> makes you a little angry but then she has when Banjo and Kazooie finally get to the, the uh, her tower she makes you play a game show, a trivia game show on the events of the game. And your opponents Doesn't are... get much more evil than that, really. Her, her two opponents are her sisters. And when you beat them, she drops a giant, like, big, like, one-ton thing on both her sisters. So I'm, I'm pretty sure she killed her sisters just because they lost on the game show. And that's going to be why I put her on my list. That's actually the new rule Steve Harvey is introducing to uh, <laughs> Family Feud. Family Feud, yeah. If that's your uh, lowest... Slow rung. I mean, I, I'm afraid to see what you guys got. <laughs> yeah, no. It's pretty evil. I guess I pretty never bad. really thought about how evil Gratilda is. She's kind of, she's pretty fucked up. Just, just in the sense of just being that selfish yeah. to be like, I'm going to destroy an entire island so pretty I fucked up. have skin even though I'm a living skeleton. Yeah. <sighs> she also cursed Mumbo. Yeah. That's why he's so ugly. <laughs> and he was her, her teacher. Really? Wow. Yeah, he taught her, he taught her witchcraft and then she cursed him to be ugly until, um... I don't fucking remember until oh, she wow. was defeated. <laughs> Wait, until she was defeated. So does that mean he gets pretty in the end? I don't remember. <laughs> he looks a lot better in the second one, but he's still like a skull face. <laughs> okay. Like, I'll, I'll bring up a picture of what he looks like in the first game with the okay. second game. And it's like, oh, wow. Thank you. Games? So for me, Games. my first one is going to be uh, The White Witch from Nino Kuni. Mm. Uh, Nino Juni. So how far mm. do you want me to delve into spoilers for this one? I don't care. I don't care. Okay. So, Golden. Okay. So, the White Witch uh, is the... It's Nino Kuni, the Wrath of the White Witch. She is the main Mm. villain in the game. Uh, There is another villain, uh, Shadar, who is really cool. I'm actually... I'm going to save that one if you guys can play it. It's a pretty cool twist of who he is and what his motivations are. But the White Witch, at the end of the day, is the driving force behind all the terrible things that are happening in this world. And her reason for doing this is... She was a a little girl named Cassiopeia, and when she was growing up, she had these uh, these rulers who had ruled the kingdom, and she didn't know that they were she was hidden away, and she didn't know that they were doing terrible things like the town and just kind of being like crooks, kind of. So when she finally was old enough to understand what was happening, she tried to stop them, and then she made this like spell that would basically cure all the evil that was happening in their in the world. And it did the reverse effect. It was actually made everyone into like these lifeless zombies type of things. 
And uh, after that, she went into basically depression and she sucked into herself and she basically became a recluse. And uh, by the end of the game, you find out that all this stuff happened to her and that's why she's like being such a, a bitch <laughs> to the, everyone else in the world. Um, and her motivations, like I said, are just based on the fact that she was so alone and she was so, um, you know, secluded and what she did, she felt so betrayed by her powers, her magic that she thought it was, she was doing something good and it started being worse, making everything worse. So she just wants the world to be just as bad as her life is. So, that's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, she's a she, she sucks a lot. <laughs> so a lot of Duke. and she kind of had a hand in having uh, the the death of um, the main characters Oliver's mom. Is she a metaphor for depression? I think so. I think if you wanted to very interesting, yeah, yeah quantify her as that. Yeah, you could. Very good, Berlin. I think she's a tad better than Gruntilda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she has a little more uh, reasoning <laughs> for her. <laughs> Being evil or doing bad things. <laughs> My next one is Alma from the Fear series. Um, what did you even heard of that? Fear. Fear. F E A R. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a yeah. first person shooter. Mm. Yeah. It's a series. Mm. The last one was out on 360 and PS3. Mm. Um, did it start on Xbox originally? The original Xbox. I, was it I think it. I think it was 360. It was all throughout that generation. There was three of them. I believe the first two were like very horror y, and then the third one was more first person y, action y. Um, but Elma is like, I really like scary games, and Elma is like kind of one of the big reasons why um, I like scary games. Uh, Fear is a Fear is a good series. The last one kind of goes off the rails, but I, I still like it because like it's it's kind of lore heavy it really goes off the rails but it's it's still good um elma is a ghost child uh who lights everything on fire and and is basically really creepy um she's kind of like your your like classic ghost villain where like she was tortured while she was alive because she had like psychic powers and they were trying to weaponize her and um she died it's been a long time that's why i was trying to look up the article because i was trying to refresh myself before i talked about it but um really that's all you need to know uh i it's it's, she's she's just uh she's just a tortured soul and she's really creepy and uh i just those games are really scary so yeah that's really all i have to say (laughs) all right mine Uh... All right, so this is a little bit of a spoiler, but I'm going with the FBI. You're probably like, who the fuck? What game are you talking about? Max Payne. Nope. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. The first uh, one? Yeah, the first oh, one. I was making sure. Not the revolver. No, well, the first good one. Not revolver, revolver and yeah. then there's Redemption. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go on. Uh, so Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Okay. Um, the FBI, they're introduced to you right in the beginning. They're the ones that send your character, John Marston, out on this hunt for your old, uh, you know, friends that you call them. That, you know, you guys were the gang. and So your job is to go out and eliminate them. So then after that, you can live in peace with your family, everything like that. Um, so you do, and that's what the whole game is around, is you helping the FBI out, stuff like that. And at the end, they're the ones that come and kill you. <laughs> They do, yeah, and they fucking, you know, they fuck their deal over, they're pieces of shit. Um, 
But uh, yeah, there's two agents you work with. I can't think of their names off the top of my head, but they are motherfuckers. And they end up showing up with like a whole like army of these agents so to take you out. And uh, you end up sacrificing yourself for your mother and son. And they end up do escaping the house. Well, you're in the barn at the time. You guys end up escaping while he takes, you know, the. He opens up the door and just takes all the shots. Like, it's, an, it's a pretty crazy ending because you literally don't see it come. You're like, oh, I beat the game. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, what's going on? Just the afterlife. And then you're like, oh, what the fuck? So, yeah, it's a pretty crazy ending. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just kind of, it's, I guess I want to tie it in because, what the fuck? Um want to tie it into also like there's two games that they're made by the same studio um is gta 5 and i was gonna say like the government i mean yeah. that sounds about right because that's literally what it is, is and the fbi the government i mean th- there's an agency in there i forget the fib right the fib yeah the fib yeah so basically the whole, both these games it's the government that's going after you know and they're the villains because they're high and mighty they can do what they want at least that's what they think and um tearing down the establishment man yeah well no it's yeah pretty much it's just one of those you know they're because they have the power that they have they think they can do what they want and you know not there's there's no consequences for their actions Mm-hmm. Um, each game there is. You know, Who's gonna punch justice, the FBI? But what? Who's gonna punch the FBI? Yeah, right. No one. No one. And that's how it is. And that's I will. What it seems <laughs> like, but um, yeah, I think that's the thing. It's just like that thought of them being what they are, and that they are an establishment. It's more than one, mm-hmm. and people follow their orders. And it's always the high ups that are giving the orders, but they don't give a fuck. And yeah. Fucked up though. You have a guy do your dirty work and then he does it for you and then you just so he can live a good life with his family and then they end his life. Like what the fuck? Um, I've been to a man named Shishimakado in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> but true. you refuse to weird that be that story. <laughs> you. Um yeah, that's my second nice one there. Um Depending on who I want to mention next. So, okay. I don't want to count this as my guess. I'm a, I, don't, I don't know if one of you guys is going to mention him. Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. He's also on mine. He's on yours. Yeah, I won't say anything then because yeah. I don't. I just remember from like the Final Fantasy, the Advent Chiller movie and like loving him. And I know like I know somewhat about him, but I don't know enough to talk about him. So well, I'll I mean, wait. we can talk about him right now. You, you you, I'll wait for you because okay. I'll just go to another one of my guys. Okay. Um, I'm just debating if I want to do one of my... Yeah. All right, so... I'm going to go with the bad guy from Kingdom Hearts, Master Xehanort, because, for my reasoning being, obviously... He's like a top-tier bad guy. What? Do you know what I, mean? I just... I literally have this one... I have one more that I just was going to throw out because it's different, and then a joke one. I, I, like I said, I don't have a lot. Um. So, before you talk about him... Okay. Can you just give me, like, a real quick refresher on the story of Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> yeah, real quick. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> No, no go on. <laughs> <laughs> so it all starts. No, Master Xehanort being, you know, he has obviously your normal bad guy traits, you know, powerful, he's hard to play against, you know, fight. Um, he's voiced by Leonard Nimoy, so I mean, he already has that, like, sinister. You gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, that water's ruined. The cat just drank out of Jared's water. Son of a bitch. I'm gonna, t- oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave here. I'm gonna turn into fucking Hermione from the Chamber of Secrets when she takes the Polyjuice potion. That's funny. Go on, James. James, that was for you. What the cat? The joke I just made. Oh, sorry. He's not listening. Did you hear it? No. Little bitch. So he's gonna. Turn I said into- I'm gonna turn into Hermione from the Chamber of Secrets after oh. the Polyjuice. Gotcha. I don't want your pity laugh. That's <laughs> um, So no, I'm putting Master Xehanort on the list based on his motivation and that he wants to create get the keyblade and when i say key it's like the special symbol key or whatever whatever i don't i honestly don't remember everything about that keyblade what what There's, what did you just say <laughs> there is go look up there is there's slews of videos online you can go look up the story there the is a special keyblade to get to i think it was to get the kingdom hearts or whatever it was yeah. and it was called the keyblade but when they spell it on the subtitles it's like an x it's like with a dash like, and then it says blade yeah. but like the X if you look it actually is just like a oddly shaped K for key so it's just like yeah. the key blade and it's the super special one or whatever gotcha. it's <laughs> like the it's like the Greek letter for key yeah I think. that's weird oh is that what it is I think okay that makes sense so it's the key blade he wants to get it he wants to go to Kingdom Hearts or whatever he wants to become pow- more powerful and he wants to start another Keyblade war because in Le- the Legend of Kingdom Hearts um the last Keyblade War, where, like, these Keyblade warriors fought over Kingdom Hearts, they pretty much, like, essentially destroyed everything, and they, and after everything was destroyed, everything was recreated into, like, a, the new world, like, the new universe, almost. So, essentially, and he wants to know what lies beyond this one, and then it's the next one, what is the next step. So, that is the symbol, yeah. yeah. Um, so, essentially, I mean, it would, to make him... To talk about him in the, a real world sense, it would be like if somebody was like, I really want to know what nuclear fallout is like, and then just did that. That's essentially his goal. So. That's a good way to sum it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's an asshole. And he's voiced by Leonard Nimoy. And he's voiced by Leonard also, Nimoy. fun fact about um, Birth by Sleep, Leonard Nimoy voices Master Xehanort, the bad guy, and the good guy is voiced by Mark Hamill, um, Master Ericus, and that was because the creator of Kingdom Hearts or the director of that game or whatever is really big into Star Wars and Star Trek and he wanted to pit them against each other. Mm. Solid. Yeah. Fun fact. So my next villain I'm going to propose is going to be Kessler from the Infamous series. More like Kessler. What's cool about Kessler is that he is actually an alternate timeline of Cole McGrath, the main character in the game. So how it happens is in the first timeline with Kessler, he goes through his life like Cole is now, and at this point, there's this beast that's going to attack uh, the city, and he is a conduit who has like these superpowers. He can use, conduct electricity and use it uh, and channel it and make you know, superpowers out of it. So, in the first story with Kessler, he was able, he had the choice of whether or not to fight the beast and stop him, and he had the power to do it, or he chose. And in this one, he chose to run and hide and try to escape the beast. Right. So what happens in his timeline is the beast follows them around the country. Every city he goes to, the, the beast shows up and lays wrecked to the city, and Kessler just keeps running. Cole McGrath keeps running in that storyline. It's a point where it's just this, the whole world's in calamity, and uh, everything's in disarray. So in that timeline, then he goes back in time to this timeline with Cole and what you're playing in the game, and he is the, the new villain. He's trying to accelerate events in the stories to make so then Cole will fight him, then finding out that he is actually himself and then fighting the beast finally and then 
ending it so then the world doesn't a be destroyed. A true comic book story. Yes. <laughs> so it's pretty cool in that sense, but uh, mm. I think Kessler is just it being an altered version of, of Cole is like that's the coolest part of it. Mm. And uh, he does some pretty crappy shit. Like he kills his wife, Trish. But was and, she a and, bitch? Because like he, because in his mind, Trish was the crutch of what made him run from the beast in the first one. So he thinks if he kills Trish this time, that means Cole will then fight the beast. Did it work? I have to say about that. It's <laughs> a pretty cool villain, right? That sounds cool. like a smart guy, not a villain. Pretty cool villain. So nice. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I'd kill my wife. Oh wow! Don't want to run from a beast anymore. Yeah, pretty cool. Okay, uh, my next one are the dead sub operators from Oxenfree. Um, <laughs> mostly, yeah, because Fuck. of like their like whole aesthetic is just so cool with like the voice, how they like. Oh, they like Oxenfree. Yeah, like how they use, like it's like very. They're just a bunch. They of use ghosts. like the they use the radio, uh, and like it's all staticky. Like I just really like that whole. Aesthetic, I guess it. it's yeah. so cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're just cool, like the whole mystery of finding out uh, who they are and what happened to them and everything, and and the fact that they like take over your friends at certain points <laughs> and stuff like that. I just think they're really cool villains. They're another another really creepy, just ominous ghost villain. I just I like how all your villains tend to be like this, like creepy, ominous kind of like. Yeah. I, I I I I just find it interesting. I, I'm not making fun. No, of yeah, two two uh two of my uh, favorite things about villains are like ominous, mysterious people, and <laughs> then like creepy. and yeah, like creepy and. I guess sarcastic i really like <laughs> mm. so so yeah the dead sub operators from oxen free i like them i couldn't mm. figure out what they're actual because they're they have like they're an actual ghosts. name like the their division or platoon or whatever but i couldn't find it i forgot <laughs> to actually look it up but anyway colden we can all talk about this one maybe i don't want to giovanni from Pokemon? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Solid. Yeah. He's a pretty Solid. fucked up guy. I mean, when yeah. you think about, like, what he... In that world of Pokemon, like, you know, most people view Pokemon, they're, you know, they're pets, but they're more than pets in that aspect, too, because, you know, certain Pokemon can help. They're your friends. Other thing. Yeah, they're more like a friend, and that's what that, you know, they want you mm. to get from that game. And then Giovanni's the opposite, though. He looks at them like slaves. Mm-hmm. They're tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're just, yeah, they're weapons. But they to are. Them. And get the hell out of here. But that goes, you know, that goes to him trying to create the perfect Pokemon also. And, well, copy, make a copy of what he feels is the perfect Pokemon. The world's most powerful Pokemon is also <laughs> yeah. the world's most powerful Pokemon <laughs> was, that, was that what he did in the video games? <laughs> what? Did he do that in the video games or was Mewtwo just a clone in the no, movie? No, Mew is a clone. Me too. Is a clone in the V games too. Yeah, you go to Cinnabar Island. You can see the isn't journals. it weird? Don't they have like the the conflicting stories in that game? Because doesn't Mew give birth to Mewtwo? No, you read. Uh, don't, I thought it you talks read. about how Mew's born. In it the talks games. about how Mew's born in the games, and then it talks about how Giovanni's obsessed. I think it. I I know. I'm. I'm. I know. Like he's supposed to be a clone. It's just. It's weird because I. I'm. I'm positive that Mewtwo is also. It's like a conflict. Conflicting thing that he's also born from Mew. Like Mew gives birth because like they there's like a thing like February sixth is Mewtwo's birthday because that was the day. 
Maybe they're using the I, word born as yeah, in like born of actually, born yeah. of the Muse DNA. Maybe they're. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, yeah I'm look it up. Sure. I don't I mean, believe. I don't, I'm not. I don't I, I, I'm fine with Giovanni still being the bad. Yeah, really. I'm well, just, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying. Yeah. It's no, a it's like a weird thing. Then they say in the in the game is there, there's a disruption in the tunnel mm-hmm. when you go there to catch him, right? And that yeah, I thought that's what the whole thing was. Um, what was it there? Like there's some sort of disruption. That's why you go to the cave and like, you know. Actually, it's like earthquakes happening yeah. from them. Yeah. It's by, yeah, Pokemon is a Pokemon created by science. Um, let me see. Oop, history. Yeah, I thought according Mewtwo. to scientific logs found in the Pokemon Mansion on Cinnabar Island, Mewtwo was born of a pregnant Mew found deep in the jungles of Guyana, whose embryo had had been tampered with to alter its DNA. It has been. There you go. It was held and studied in the mansion where scientists performed horrific gene splicing experiments that made it vicious and extremely powerful. It eventually broke free of the mansion, destroying all in the process and so fled. It? So, it's, it's both. It's both. It was born from Mew, and then they like captured it and like did splicing. Okay. okay. Right. No, I was. I, yeah, because he was yeah. trying to. Cre- he was. Yeah, there was like he was. He was trying to create like the perfect Pokemon. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Giovanni is a you know. Pokemon in that world are, I feel, pretty high up, especially when it comes to, you know, when they, you know, most people look at Pokemon as, like, almost, not as human beings, but pretty close to it. Um, familiars. Yeah, they're familiars, yes. And Giovanni has no intention of that. He won't, and he's just one of those guys. He just wants just, hair. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, he's just one of those guys that has no care, doesn't care what happens as long as he gets what he wants. And What is that cat doing now? I'm trying to get in the sink. That's awesome. He sprayed it. it literally came why? back a minute later. Tried to go. Why back is he trying to get in the sink? That's oh, a fucking piece of shit. He's just trying to do the dishes, man. <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be really funny if he actually was trying to do the dishes. I know. I know better. Um, but yeah, no. Giovanni though is just one of those guys that you know. He, his in intentions the, are all for himself. He's he's greedy. In the pure world of way. Pokemon, yeah. he is he's a blight. Yeah, he should use gets us. Was that guy from? Was like the guy from Black and White, or uh, the old yeah, dude gets yeah, to serve? Whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Oh, get the hell out of here! <laughs> no, I feel the only other really good comparable Pokemon villain is the Gen Four. Oh, okay, and I don't. I didn't play the games, mm-hmm. so I feel talk you... about Team Aqua and Magma. No, no, no that's three. Gen Four. Oh, is the Plasma? Plasma. Yeah, your favorite oh. Pokemon's in it. Uh, you played it, yeah. Turtwig. Uh, yeah, the turtle thing. The it's tor- not my favorite. It's like your top three. He's not. Well, the evolved forms. <laughs> He's, I like him a lot. He's not in my top. Fine, fine, fine. He'd probably be in my top ten. Liar. Yeah. And he's yeah, also addicted yeah, to Sun. Plasma, yeah. Mm. yeah, I feel like that guy is the only other one. Ah. But yeah, Giovanni. He deserves it. The... Silver's an asshole. Because his dad's a dick. That's just the chicken. What came first? Chicken or the egg? Conundrum. <laughs> I don't think we're going to stall that. Giovanni definitely came first in this <laughs> <Yeah>. area. <laughs> Did he? Or is that all part of Gary's yeah. uh, plan? Um... So wait, is Giovanni Oak's son? No. Is it, how it doesn't? Yeah. No. There were rumors that he was Ash's dad, Giovanni. or Red's dad. There was like a rumor about that, but Silver is the uh, son, like the the rival from Gold and Silver of Giovanni. Yeah, yeah. he's the son of Giovanni. But I thought isn't Oak his grandfather or something? No, Oak is the grandfather of Gary, Gary. Blue. That's what I'm talking about, Gary. Did who are you talking about? You said you say who? Did I say you, Ash. You said Giovanni. Giovanni. What not? So, 
Is then Giovanni Gary's dad? No, no, he's Silver's dad, the red-haired kid from Gold and Silver, the one who steals the Pokemon. Oh shit! Yeah, wasn't well, is Silver? Oh, Silver. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Gary is blue. Yes, you're right. Yes, that's. What I, I know I'm right. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Silver. That's your next guy, dude. Shit. Um, yeah. The drop speed in Tetris. <laughs> just the hell out of here. <laughs> Doctor Mario is far worse. <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna go with. Uh, the bad guy from Life is Strange, or quote-unquote bad guy, I guess. Um, Mr. Jefferson, the teacher. He's on my list, too. Okay. Um, I'm putting him on the list because he is a sick, sadistic fuck, and I don't know if... He's ever a very s- real villain. <laughs> very real villain. Um, He likes to capture women, drug them, and take pictures of them lying still drugged out. And then did he... He killed the one girl. Or no, I can't remember. How did... Whatever. I, he he definitely helped cause one girl's death. Yeah. He manipulated a mentally unstable boy, took advantage of him to do his dirty work, and he... Oh, well, that's another that's a spoiler. Yeah, he definitely... He's he, a fucking social He killed, yeah, he kills, like, I think, while, like, two people, yeah, all and the while then... he parades as a teacher. As so. a teacher, yeah, trying to, like, get in and, like, just, like, capture more girls, take more r- random-ass fucked-up pictures He's of them, like, without their clothes on, laying around, uh, drugged out, so... I think that's pretty fucked up. It's very real. And yeah, so it's a I'm, opinion. I think and he, it's, like a, it's like a criminal minds episode. Yeah. Like, and that's why he's already in that opinion. And I, I just remember like seeing the you remember the one part when like what's her face gets drugged down, he's like, Yes, yes. He's like taking the pictures and you're like, What the fuck? So Yeah, he's very creepy. Very, very creepy. He's a good villain. Uh if you haven't played Life is Strange or Life is Strange. I have to finish the last chapter now. James. Um Yeah, I wanna know. <laughs> Uh, it's definitely one of the one of uh, one of the better uh, stories in a game. Mm. I feel in the past uh, past couple of years, I really enjoyed it. Um, and he's definitely a good villain. Uh, it does uh, this the game does a good job of balancing like the actual villainy of Mister Jefferson and then like the impending doom of like the supernatural shit that's going on in the story, mm-hmm. uh, which makes for a very intense. Intense game, and Mr. Jefferson is a really good villain in that game. And yeah, I don't really have much to add more than what you just said. Colton, Colton just running after that cat is <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever seen. Uh, he's the fifth member. That cat's the fifth member of the podcast now. <laughs> um, so yeah, James, who you got next? Oh my god, so this is going to be my final one because I don't want to do this for seven hours. But... Uh, it's gonna be Monokuma from Danganronpa. Mama Koopa. Monokuma is Montezuma <laughs> from Danganronpa. Oh, I thought you said Paparappa. He would fit in nice there in that game. Um, he is the headmaster at Hope's Peak Academy. He is a little tiny bear, a robot bear, right? Who's half black and half white. That's the problem. And half of like a good side. It's kind of the play on the uh, monochromatic um, art thing. But he basically takes all these kids under the false pretense that they are going to this academy where they're going to get a good education and possibly go on to get great jobs in life, that kind of thing. And what happens is he lures them in, they get there, and he locks. It's like the whole school's Mm -hmm. chained up and they're all locked in. They can't get out. And basically he's like, the only way you're going to get out of here is if... You murder somebody, and you get away with it. 
Oh. So basically, it revolves around these class trials that you have to try proving and finding enough evidence to support your claim that this person killed this person because of this and that kind of thing. So uh, that is really messed up. <laughs> yeah. And his motivation is because no one's like, oh, we'll just not kill anybody. We'll just stay here forever then because you know we don't want to become murderers. His motivation then is to, he proposes evidence of their families being tortured and destroyed and uh, fucking get rid of them gone all. missing because that they're at the school. And he's like, this is, if you don't do this, your families are going to die. <laughs> so wow. he's basically uh, fucking these kids over for his pleasure. What game is this? Danganronpa. Danganronpa. One and two they're are coming to uh, PlayStation 4, 4 in April. Mm. Yeah. Because they're making the a third no. one that's coming out. March. Or March. Yeah. Um, for speaking cool. speaking of Danganronpa, uh, that commercial that was before Get Out, it's pretty much exactly the plot of Danganronpa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's a, it takes place in like an office. The Belco really? experiment. Yeah. The Belco yeah. experiment. Yeah, it looks really... Yeah. Might have, uh, a, so, might have a lawsuit. John C. <laughs> McGinty's, huh? so we're good. Yeah. What's his face? Um, James Gunn from Guardians. Yeah, yeah he's directing it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's directing or if he's just it writing. Very simple. He wrote it. That's yeah. what it was right. Where instead of it was like you have to kill someone and get away with it, it was like just kill people. It was like you have. Uh, they want to see you do if it. If blank amount of people aren't dead in this blank amount of time, then you're all. Then I'm gonna kill this many people. Mm. Blah blah. Similar thing. And yeah, so it's yeah. Very, it was very similar. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's Dangan Rampa movie. Dangan Rampa is a great game. Yeah, I started it. Haven't finished it. I got a good way it's into long. it. It's like 25 hours. Yeah. Um. So my next one is Seymour Guado from uh, Final Fantasy X. Uh, oh. He. He's he's like he's a very classic villain. Like he, well, fifteen. Oh fuck that! Game. Um, so he's just the he, creators. He almost, <laughs> he almost reminds me of like a Disney villain. Like that's why I think that Jared, you would like Final Fantasy X if you could get over the fact that it was turn based. Um, because it's very like he's almost mm-hmm. like a Disney villain where like he. Uh, he captures Yuna, who's the summoner, like a princess, and uh, is like forcing her to marry him for like the good of the peop- the good of like the country and people. But like your character is in love with uh, Yuna, and you want to like save her and everything, and because it's not like what her heart wants and stuff. It's a very Disney esque story um, if you break it down to the bare bones. Right. Um, and he's just like he's very he's one of. The, He's like has a high place in government, and he's one of those people. He's one of those villains who can use his status to get whatever he wants, and uh, what he wants is to marry Yuna, and it's a uh, it's it's good. And Final Fantasy X uh, is uh, is my favorite Final Fantasy game. So, what about I, ten I two? Think it's a good. Uh, <laughs> You know, Ten Two is is uh, is a good game. After it's, it's, after me after me trying to play it like ten <laughs> times and failing, I finally played it, and it's it's a good game. It's tempting for me because they're only both it's of them it's together. It's twenty bucks for the X2. PS4. Yeah, it's tempting. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for Final Fantasy Fifteen to Return. be just complete. Yep. <laughs> Frank Fontaine. From what? Bioshock. Yes, one. Thank you. Okay. At the, the same time, do you want to talk about Andrew Ryan? At the same time, we could. I don't think Andrew Ryan was bad though. He he was. Yeah. Mm, debate time. Frank Let's go. Frank Fontaine was far worse. Yeah, Frank Fontaine is like a straight up villain, but I feel like Andrew Ryan is also villainous. Mm. I don't. I think you're... he's one of those people who goes about something in the wrong way, which I think makes him a good villain. And I guess that's all I'll say about him. Who Andrew Ryan? Yeah. I wouldn't say that. Like, he wants to make this utopia under the sea, but he goes about it in a very, very jaded and very, very strange sort of way. 
Well, he's just, he's a, oh, come on. He's a businessman that wants to build a city underwater. You have to be strange to even uh, yeah. come up with an uh, idea yeah. like that. But, but I, I think. Tell that to Trident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'll say on Andrew Ryan. I think with Andrew Ryan, though, it's Frank more Fontaine, of, you're right, is yeah, definitely. The worst like a villain, is villain. the villain. Like, Andrew Ryan, I think, is just more of, like, misunderstood. Okay. Like, I'd say, Andrew, because when you do have that confrontation with him, mm-hmm. I think he's just a different type of person that you know people can't really misunderstood you can't relate to andrew ryan because he's that different Mm -hmm. but um and i think they you know part of the story is they want you to think andrew ryan's the bad guy this whole time where and that was what frank fontaine ended up doing he played this character named atlas um boyo (laughs) yeah well we told everybody we're having spoilers this whole time so No, I said Boyo. Oh. I was in, I was doing an impersonation oh. of him. Yeah. And he literally... But uh, he actually talks like this. Yeah. Frank <laughs> Fonte. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just... A, he's... I don't know what... I mean, he's definitely greed, but there's a lot more going on with him, too, besides that. He just wants ownership. Yeah, Avarice. That's what, yeah. He wants that's, everything. Yeah, he wants everything. That's literally what it comes down to. Larfalese. He's, uh, what, what are those, the stims that you get in them? What are those called again? Uh, stim packs? No, not stim no. packs. Uh, the... Plasmids. Plasmids. <laughs> He's like a plasmid junkie, too. Um, by the end, when you get to him, mm-hmm. it's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the scariest boss fights I played. Like I remember, it's like fighting a fucking bronze statue. I think. Yeah, <laughs> just like he just like turns into this all powerful. He looks like he's like a blue minimum. version of the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's insane. And you have like a shock, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> Your bolts just seem to like bounce off of him. You're like, "Okay, this is doing real well." Um, <laughs> But uh, Manipulative. no, he's good. He throughout the story though, you're like playing and you're doing all this because you think Andrew Ryan's the bad guy, and all of a sudden this plot twist, you're just like, what? <laughs> and he's and the way he is, he's so sadistic. After you know, because he plays this part of this guy that you know just wants to be with his family, and yeah, or did he lose his family? Right, mm. uh, his family. Uh, he wanted to get him and his family topside. That's out, out of okay. out of the city because it's taken over by like splicers and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we just need, and he literally just makes you do all the dirty work, pretty much. And then, uh, yeah, he's just a weird guy. Yeah, like Donnie said, that voice, he has this real nice voice, and then all of a sudden he turns into, like, this motherfucker. <laughs> and that's how you talk to him, is just through, like, a voice yeah. communicator. And- he does, like a, like, a fake, like, almost cockney, like, accent, like. Very nice and like, oh, boyo, help me, help me, boyo. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he turns on you, he's just like, I'm Frank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't do anything about it. That's like, awesome. That's how he, that's his, like. I want to play it now just for that, for that turn of voice. But yeah. Honestly, <laughs> honestly like, Bi- it's, Bioshock is, to this day, I think, one of the best games. And I mean, yeah, that's, that's really a, good. that spoiler is one of the big things, but <laughs> the game itself, like, the, the atmosphere of that game is what I got, that I got, I feel like, halfway through, I want to say I was, I, I want to say I was pretty close to the twist. Yeah. But something happened where, like, I forgot to save, and then, like, I died or something, and I got set back. Were you back playing Donnie's thing? Or I was like, playing on the 360. Old, okay, yeah. Like, like, yeah, whatever his collection was. And I don't remember what happened. Oh, no. That's not what happened. I'm sorry. No, it it was my fault. I I wanted to play it as a hero and save all the little girls things. And you and I accidentally killed one. So I so I was like, I'll just go back to my last save point. It was really far back, and I was like, I just don't even want to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But and then yeah. I took it back to let his girlfriend play. And okay. I mean, I have the collection on PS4 now, I so you can play borrow it any time. Nope. Never mind. But <laughs> I also still have that old one if you want to play it. On I, mean, I just want to play on my 360. I think Bioshock was really that first like game for the next generation on that. Because that twist definitely have that character, you know, both characters will say. No. The next generation started with Sonic 06. Get the fuck out. Um, oh, that's a good option. Uh, your turn, Jer Bear. The, the dynamic duo of Wario and Waluigi. And that's, that's all you have so, to say about those two. <laughs> that's, yeah. But so, the, I mean, Wario's also re- not like a enemy, though. Not in researching, more in researching, like. Uh, villains to put on my list. I was surprised. How many lists have Wario? How many lists have Wario? On? Yeah, I was he's, like, not, he's more of like an shit? anti-hero, isn't he? Because he's got his own games, or he's the hero of them. Is he like? I don't. What is his goal in those games? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, isn't it to like steal something? Games? Probably. Three. No, he has. He has like a. He has like a three D one. Like a doesn't he? Like Wario Land. Or? I know. There's a bunch no. There's of there's Game the Boy one for the GameCube. Yeah. Game Boy too. I don't know. He he steals the red coins right from Mario, and he takes over the capsule, and he's just like, <laughs> like that. And then I'm he not also that makes versed in Mario yeah. lore. <laughs> he makes he he is the dick in Doctor Mario sixty four. I was just saying that was a joke. So my joke is the uh, let me say shout out to the Ishimura, the ship and the space. whole thing, <laughs> <Just> the entire <laughs> ship, <laughs> the entire thing. Yeah, especially that eye poker, mm. <laughs> weird ass game. Is what game was this? Dead Space. That's a good Dead game. Space. Never game. played it. It's fucked. It's so good though. Yeah, it's a really good yeah. horror game. Have we played all three, or through all three of us played all three. I only played the first. I played. You all only three. played the I first one. You even played the second one. I almost watched the trailer. <laughs> Dude, though, I mean, I will say, I think, I don't think, I think there's good horror games, but I think nothing has put me on edge like Dead Space. Oh, no, so. I agree. It's like, up there. That first game, especially mm-hmm. Dead Space One. Yeah. yeah, that ship yeah. is just—it's definitely that's definitely a masterclass in like yeah. horror and yeah, and horror. it's a third person game too, which is that I feel first person is definitely the horror way to go. But mm-hmm. holy shit, that game! Like, <sighs> and, and there's a part in the second game where you have to go back on the Ishimura. Yeah. Fucking the same way. <laughs> so I remember when I I remember playing the second one and I found out we were going back on the Ishimura. I saved it and like didn't play the game for two yeah. days. I was <laughs> like. Nope, I'm, I'm, I need a break. I was like, I, I need to mentally prepare. Like I go back out, I'm like, all right, can I, I just, I'm here, I'm here. Uh, do I have to go deep? Fuck, I have to go deeper. I don't want to go deeper. Like, okay, That's how that game, that's when you know you make a good game. But yeah, that's, yeah, fuck. Good game. Uh, so my next one would be Sephiroth. Um, I, I recently uh, beat an... Got the platinum in uh, Final Fantasy VII on PS4, um, and it was my first time like playing through it and uh, like paying ta- paying attention to the story. I've like started that game a bunch of times, but I never like played through it. Like getting the platinum, I did literally everything, did all the optional bosses and everything. Um, and Sephiroth is just a good villain. He's uh, I think he's one of those more classic villains, and he's very like he's very straight up evil like uh maybe yeah uh he's and he's also misunderstood because like he like a lot of his downfall just kind kind of comes from trying to find out like who he is and like what he is and stuff and it leads him down like a dark path and he's a very complicated person and i just think he's a good villain and 
Uh, he's very. He's a smart one too. Yes. Smart yeah. and powerful. Yeah. He also. Uh, Great foil. I, th- I think he has one of the most. I I think one of the most iconic like character kills in video game history. I think when he kills what's her face, um, uh, whose name is escaping me right now. It's like Luffy. No. <laughs> Uh, her name is Yuffie. Yuffie, thank you. <laughs> Yuffie, but she doesn't. She's not the one who gets killed. Um, what the hell's her name? I can't remember her name. Who does Sephiroth kill? Oh, Eris. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's a very iconic scene in a video game, uh, and he is responsible for it. And he's also just wants to like crash a meteor into the earth and stuff like that. So that's, that's not that big that, of a deal. That, yeah, that's whatever. I also I really liked in the Advent Children movie when Cloud beats him and Cloud's like, "Stay where you belong in my memories." Then Sephiroth's yeah. like, "I will." Never be just a memory. <laughs> and I'm like, oh fuck! <laughs> and then he like fades away. <laughs> it's uh, it's good shit. Um, show you that Sephiroth, Golden, Tom Nook. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say Tom Nook. And is he really a bad guy? He's or? an antagonist. <laughs> he's an antagonist. <laughs> he is. I know. I'm just joking. No, I, I he's a piece wasn't of sure. Shit, <laughs> well, I, I mean, I saw a list. I listed him too. I'm he's like, oh, on fuck. a bunch of lists. Yeah, so he he's is. The, he's just a dick. <laughs> yeah, no, he like he, well in a way he, he's a fucking land. Shark. He turns you in. He's a he's a real estate mogul. <laughs> he like turns you into a slave though, because you have to work for him to be able. And like he keeps adding shit onto your debt. <laughs> oh, like it's like an unlimited debt. He's like, one of the realest villains we've seen. Yeah. He's about. he's Bernie Madoff. <laughs> That's who he is. I mean, he's not stealing money like that, but he's very fucking you on Wall Street and Animal Crossing ways. No, um. My next one, where is my list? Um, throw it out there. Uh, Vaz from Far Cry 3. Mm. Then we all know, you You, you both know him. a little bit about him. Yeah, just based suit. on the trailers. What? Right. He wears a pink suit. No, no, that's Pagan Man. Oh. No, I'm talking about Far Cry 3, the guy with the mohawk. Much better beach. villain than Pagan Man. Pagan Man was good, but yeah, Vaz is just... Vaz was just like... It really good. He's just like deranged. Yeah. But yeah, the what he would do to you, he's like very tribal. Yeah. Um Yeah, he'd like bury you in the sand. He'd throw you in a water with uh with cinder blocks tied to you. Like he'd tr- I mean he'd got away half the time, but yeah, he didn't give a fuck. He's definitely on something very unhinged. Yeah. He's like he's almost like almost joker ish in his demeanor. Yeah. Like uh He's like like a Heath Ledger version yeah, too. Like, yeah. yeah, he's just unhinged, ranged in like a very good way, but he's also very like tactical and smart. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's evil. real smart. Yeah, he knows. Yeah. yeah, when it comes to yeah being tactical, that's a good yeah. way to do. It, is he knows where to be at the right time. So that's my person there. It's up to you. Jared, do you have any more? Majora's Mask. <laughs> No, it should be the mask salesman. This mask salesman—he was nice. No, I, that he was, was nice, but with he that type nice. of mask, he shouldn't be carrying it around. <laughs> he didn't want anybody to have it. He's, he's got a like living. No, because Majora's mask is essentially just like a normal villain, right? Just wants to like destroy things, wants to bring the moon down. It did it in a very malicious way by yeah. taking over Skull Kid and making him do little acts but of like what trickery, is... and then until he became more mischievous. But did you read? Did well all about that though? Is that the worst mask though? Hmm. Is that really the worst mask? What what was the other ones? Fierce Deity. 
What's wrong with the Fierce DDD? The one you get? Well, you never got it. I never got it because I'm better at the game. <laughs> I just I beat Majora's Mask well, without it. Well, the history between Majora and the Fierce DDD Mask is like, I think Majora is trying to get revenge on the DDD. I think Majora was this mystical beast that, you know, I forget what, what it had something that everybody wanted to get from it, and it would never, and the Fierce Deity tricked it into doing it. I think that's where he gained the power in Majora. Something, there's something I can't remember fully, but something in that lore there where it's the Fierce Deity is actually the evil but stronger than Majora, so that's why you get the mask to fight it. Um, is he really evil? I don't. I don't see Link using an evil mask to fight something that's good. That ma- No, the Fierce Deity mask is an evil mask. Is it? He uses it because it makes him stronger than Majora. But he takes it. They Are you sure. See, yeah. No. If you read up on. I mean, look at it. It looks evil. <laughs> yeah. When no, when you look, at, uh, you look up the info on it. Like they, they say the Fierce Deity mask is actually the more evil out of the two masks. Okay. That's why it's harder. If I, no, you had to get the mask through giving all the masks. Like it's harder to get than like Majora's mask. The mask salesman had Fierce Deity mask. You get from a like a aspiration almost like Word. are you looking it up right now I am looking it up but yeah, um, my bad guy is going to be I'd say the masks in general you could Rafe Adler from Uncharted 4 Putting is the name Raph? Rafe 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 oh whatever Rafe, Rafe yeah I can't remember. I just looked at the name. That's how I thought it was pronounced. So yeah, Rafe Adler. Rafi from uh, Rafi. from the Wiggles. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Rafiki. I'm putting him on the list because he was a pretty bad dude, and I'm running out of guys. No and, bad ambitions. Yeah, bad. Yeah, ambitions. He was willing to like just. He all he wanted was to make a name for himself, and he was willing to do anything. And it was like, what? You can do anything, man, just to make a name for yeah. yourself. But he just had to do it that way, and had to do it an evil way. Most of those bad guys in those games were like, oh, I need this. Thing so I can mortal. sell it. So yeah, I can I can take this. So I can take over the world. I can become immortal. I can just um, make m- more money. He was just like I just want to make a name for myself, and it forced him to. And he did yeah. a lot of bad things. So I like him a lot more than Marlo. Yeah, I think I think she's yeah. A woman. Like I said, I just want I threw Marlo out there because she's like the f- yeah. first of the you know good ones, and then yeah, I think the last Uncharted Four's villains were probably the best one. So. Games? Do you have any more? Lance fans. Yeah. Vice, Vice City. He's a mother. F- yeah. Guy's a douche. Betrays you too. Betrays you. Just tries to take you over. Just. Yeah. You don't fuck with Tyler Rossetti. He, yeah, exactly. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah. You think it's nuts? Especially not when it's voiced by uh, <laughs> Ray Liotta. Yeah. Lance fans. The Lance fans stands. The Lance fans stands. Okay. Yes. Uh, my next, I'm going to do as a pair. One, I think, is better than the other, but they're both from the same series, so I'm going to say them both, is GLaDOS and Wheatley. Yeah. Um, uh, GLaDOS would be my number two favorite villain of all time if I had to actually rank them, um, because she, especially, because, like, you get, like, a base version of what she is in Portal 1, and then they dive so deep into, like, her psychology and what makes her tick in Portal 2 that she skyrockets up my list. Um, because, like, you end up... You f- like, one, she's super sarcastic. So on, like, the base on the base level, she is just this sarcastic asshole villain who wants to keep you testing in these chambers. But then as you go on, you find out that, like, 
uh, like you find out what her personality is based on, uh, or like who in real life her personality for her AI is based on, and like why she has this compulsion to make people do these test chambers, and it's actually like an addiction, like a compulsion. That it's, it's like almost it's like not her fault, and like uh, in Portal Two, you act, you get to you take her out of like the her her like console and put her in a potato and where she's not corrupted anymore and you get to actually see her like kind of develop as a character a little bit and then uh before eventually in the end you have to end up putting her back in and you see like she she's she's much more than what she appears to be on the surface and you find that out throughout the especially the story in portal 2 and she's just it for being such a silly villain on the surface i just think like if you when you pay attention to the story and when you play through the story of portal 2 you find out that she is like this just excellently crafted villain and that she's just really good portal's only as good as it is because of Gladys. yes portal is it's held in that yes. regard because portal, of the yes, story yes if it without glados without the story it is a competent puzzle game mm-hmm. but because of the atmosphere and the story and everything like even the characters, even though, like, Shell is silent, like, the characterization that GLaDOS puts upon Shell, like, develops her character, and it, even though she does not talk. And then Wheatley, who is in Portal 2 also, um, is, they, they kind of took the concept of GLaDOS, because Wheatley's your friend, but then, uh, when you take GLaDOS out of her console, Wheatley goes into her console and starts getting corrupted, and you get to slowly see, like, the concept of a GLaDOS-type villain get turned on his head, because unlike GLaDOS, who is, a like, a competent AI, Wheatley is a fucking idiot. So you get to see, like, this power-mad, um like a power mad glados type villain what that is like if you're like an idiot i guess <laughs> which is like which is one hilarious and two like almost scarier than glados because uh glados is like responsible with it but like when wheatley's in there and he's like making all these tests he's like smashing the rooms together and like trying to make the tests and like uh it it's really funny like one of the <laughs> Uh, when you when he first takes over the the uh, aperture science and he's like making all his tests, they're just like he's just like smashing tests together and he's just trying to get like the quick high from you completing the test. So he just makes like these really simple tests for you and you're just like going through them and then like an actual drug, like the high wears off after a while because it's so easy and like you see him like slowly start to figure stuff out, but it's just it's. It, the perfect blend of like sinister like cleverness and like just f- comedy i don't know and so i think those mm. both are really good villains um and that is why i would put them very high like glados especially she is my uh she's overrated <laughs> after all that she yeah. would, she would be, <laughs> she, would be I, she would be either my top or my number two villain she's definitely like my number one villain who i'll get to next is uh i could make strong arguments for both so golden uh the dog from duck hunt no um <laughs> <laughs> no uh yeah i'm on my top two now or so my top my second one when it comes to like you know my it's probably my favorite villain of all time, 
but I don't think he's the worst on my list. Is the Handsome Jack is my favorite. He's, he's my number one. Yeah. <laughs> um, he is. I don't know. There's just a lot to say about him. He's just a whacked out. I feel like leader. I could. I feel like I could. You could say a lot of the same thing I just said about Glenn yeah. Where like he is like he's a snarky like asshole, and he's yeah. very funny on the surface. But spending so much time with him and getting to know his character he's... on deeper levels, like you find out that he has his daughter his daughter and you find out that like he has like deeper motivations yeah. and like he's just a very flawed character um who's also happens to be very narcissistic and funny on like yeah. on like a surface level but and he's uh but his motivations are so so flawed for you know what he what he what he could be doing he has to he has the choice or he has the ability to make the right choices you know with mm-hmm. the power that he's come to what he's built the uh, Hyperion up to, but he takes the worst direction that he could have taken, and he does so many bad things to just random people because he doesn't care. He, you know, if you're in the way, you're done. If you're not in the way, you could be fucked. Like that's just how he rolls, and like, mm-hmm. and I think it's part because he is so narcissistic that you know he's the best and. Nobody, you know, is better. He's got than a lot of fucking charisma. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what it really comes down. One of those villains that you love to hate. There's a scene, and it's, it's funny, but it's weird because he does he take like a spoon and dig out some uh, like a father's eyes in front of his child. And, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's yeah. in front of his family. The guy <laughs> yeah. tried fighting back, and he just dug his eyes out with a spoon. And you're like, what the hell? Like, yeah, he should use a spark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? I remember. Yeah, but uh, he's also, like, he's also one of those villains uh, where there's moments in that game where you do see him come hinged and I fe- come unhinged, and I feel like those moments are very, like, yeah. cool. Because this whole, the whole time you see him, like, Real acting cool. cool. He's very charisma, he, ch- charismatic. He has everything together. But then, like, um, like I mean, spoiler for Borderlands 2, if you haven't played that, what's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> uh, it's uh, not that good. <laughs> Die. <laughs> but uh like when in the fight when you fight angel his daughter when you finally get to her yeah um you can see him come unhinged because it's the she's the one thing in the world that he actually cares about and you actually see him break a little bit and like show his actual feelings and then once you do kill her um like he just he goes fucking crazy like and it it he just goes full what evil, a bitch. and it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's really he's a he's a great villain. So yeah, yeah he was my number one. So yeah. I kind of figured that too. It was yeah. like yeah, he's he's just a really. I mean, besides mm. everything that Borderlands had, but that is what made Borderlands like mm-hmm. you know f- just from being a great game to an excellent game. Like is that character development? Can happened. three live up to two? I hope we'll so. See, yeah. I mean, I'm mm. sure I've got hope. Uh, Two's fucking awesome. Yeah, two is just two is amazing. Two is two is gonna be hard. It's kind of like for me, like you know, Uncharted two is so good, mm-hmm. and it's like when you hit that really good level. But you know, I hope they're they're quirky enough to come up with something new and all that. And there's been changes through uh, Borderlands. Uh, what's it called? Telltale. Telltale. Yeah, Telltale Borderlands. So yeah. we'll see, but who knows with Borderlands, anything's possible. So who the hell knows if the changes actually? <laughs> but we'll see. Um, Definitely, uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, 
thing Tempe, to see in development. Very, uh, ha- I'm happy to know that it exists. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. So that's nice. How do they know it's coming? How did you? They, they announced it. Oh, they, they announced it. Oh, they've announced it. Yeah. A couple of years ago, they were like, we're they're hiring th- for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And they're like, we want you to help us, you know, join the team and then also, like, design you know, the new mm. characters yeah, like, like these are our characters we want this money mm-hmm. now and yeah they're pretty and they're they're ready to do I it I hope it's bad <laughs> I want to see All the right. burn your turn something you go next I just yeah, said good. my monocum oh, was my number okay. one. Oh, okay cool uh, so quick aside uh, we're at an hour and uh, like fifteen minutes. That was so, so long. I don't think I don't think we should try no. and come to a consensus on a no. top three. No, <laughs> yeah, I just have so one more. We should more. just end it here. I have okay. one more that like, okay. I've been saving. Uh, Scott Shelby, no, <laughs> from Heavy Rain. Oh, yeah. When you look at what he did, it's yeah. he's fucked up. Yeah, like so Fucking basically Scott Shelby. I'm so I've never been so disappointed in a character. <laughs> that's I think what it makes it so bad is like you. I mean, when I'm playing, he's the one that I'm like, oh, he's going to be the one to figure it out. He's going to be, the, like, the guy. And then you're like, what? Yeah. And what he does, and that's where he's, like, mentally disturbed when you think about it because he's like, what he says, I just wanted to find the father that would do anything to protect his son. But yet you're killing innocent children by throwing him into some area where when the rain gets too heavy... Or when, or not? Even it's heavy, too high. Yeah, when the rain, when it rains so hard that the water uh, gets to a point where, you, in this area, you can't like freeze eat. or drown. Yeah, you drown or freeze. Yeah, and yeah. you do it to a kid that has nothing to do with anything. Fuck them. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like that's how, like how Jared fucked is, up is that? Jared is when you find out, you're just like, mm. that's what Wonka does. And you find out, like the whole reason you're playing as him, like you're trying to figure out all the clues to, you know. So you can do this, and then when you find out if you do succeed with finding all the clues with him, you're actually just wiping your trail yeah. the whole time. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. That was a good twist. Yeah, it was a really good twist. Like, And I just, I'm trying to think of all the twists in games. That might be, like I think, my number one. Because I feel like, I don't know. Like, the random gorilla in Lion King for Sega Genesis. <laughs> Biggest twist ever. Well, I mean, I guess I've never felt like it's so betrayed from a character, I guess, when yeah. you're playing that game. Because you, you think he, he's the one that's really trying. And like when he talks, he has so much emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck, this is a piece of shit, this guy. And, yeah. He's a piece of shit. I like him. That's it's a good twist. Yeah. Sounds like a cool guy. He's my number one. At least, so. Who's your number one? Um, The drop speed from Tetris. Shut the <laughs> Probably Xehanort or, or Mr. Jefferson. Alright, uh, so this has been our uh, top villains from video games. Let us know if you think there's any that we missed that you're pissed about. Um, you can email us at lwadpod at gmail.com or tweet at us at lwadpod on Twitter. Your opinions or future topics for us to do. Um, and also, please rate and review us on iTunes. And we love you. Bye. Woo. Now that's a podcast.